0: Welcome to a brief chat i'm jason crane today is the 9th of april 2020 thanks a lot for hanging out with me a couple uh, brief news updates up top actually probably just one brief news update up top which is that if you listen to yesterday's 100th episode there was a question about whether i might at some point shave my head and within an hour of the recording of that episode i had in fact shaved my head I'll put a link in the show notes to a photo if you want to see what I look like with no hair. There's a guy I follow on Instagram. His name is Angus, and he uh, goes by Adventures of Farmer Bob on Instagram, and he makes a lot of instruments. And yesterday, he made some with some wood he had lying around and some fishing line and other odds and ends, and he recorded a Song called Isolation. It's hard to say. Isolation Fishing Line Blues. Things with lots of SHs, I have a hard time saying. Anyway, uh, he recorded this and put it up on YouTube. I'll put a link in the show notes. And said toward the end of it, you know, I hope this inspires you to make some music at home yourself. And it did. So I took one of my poems recently and used several different instruments. I used uh, an egg shaker one of those guys I used a kalimba one of these I used what else did I use oh a uh, the the desk that I'm sitting at as a percussion instrument even though I have actual percussion instruments I used a diddly bow which is a one stringed instrument and this particular one was built by Ross Hammond And I used a thing called a beep it, which is a little uh, kind of noise producer that is light affected. So depending on how much light you shine on it, it makes various sounds. That kind of thing. So those are the things I had. And then I recorded myself reading a poem and did a minimal amount of production work and came up with this. Less than a buck in my bank account, not much food in the fridge. Not many brains in the White House, that orange man don't care a smidge. Too many people still partying, too few people at home. Too many rich men in Washington passing too few bills in the dome. It's time we looked out for each other, it's time that we did for ourselves. It's time that we stopped hoarding TP and food from the grocery shelves. It's time that we aid one another and do it the mutual way. Keep going that way forever on a move to a sunnier day. The thing that I've seen in this crisis, the thing that is giving me hope, is that all of our rules are just fictions. We don't really need them to cope. We don't have to keep paying landlords. We don't have to scrape and to bow. We can come together as comrades. We can make a better world now. (laughs) I want to help one. 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 I want to help that I've seen in this crisis, the thing that is giving me hope, it's that all of our rules are just fiction. We don't really need them to cope. We don't have to keep paying landlords. We don't have to scrape and to bow. We can come together as comrades. We can make a better world now. That poem is called The COVID-19 Blues, and it talks about how much of the world in which we live is essentially a fiction of our own creation. We've gotten so used to what's expected of us that it becomes harder and harder over time to question those expectations. For example, rent. It's just become accepted that some people should own the places where we live and the rest of us should pay them For the privilege of being able to live indoors safely and, you know, with some warmth and with access to water and that kind of thing. It's just become accepted that that's how it works. And we're all renting unless you built your own house off the grid on land you own and nobody's coming for. You know, you're either paying the bank or you're paying the taxes on the land you live on or you're paying little rent to a landlord. And we've just come to accept that that's how it is and that's how it's always going to be. Until, of course, all of a sudden, millions of people are out of work or underemployed because of this pandemic. And at least according to a Wall Street Journal story I saw yesterday that was going around online, something like, I don't know, a third of people, is that the number? It's a big number, didn't pay rent on April 1st. I mean that's a essentially a rent strike already happening. And the thing is now the government has stepped in in many places and said, you know, we won't be evicting people who can't afford their rent. We won't be shutting off water, we won't be shutting off electricity, things like that. All that stuff always could have been happening like that. The idea that we have to pay rent to landlords. I mean, first of all, that's a a f- very futile idea, right? That we are all just, you know, toiling in the mills so that we can earn enough money to pay rent to people to let us live indoors, so that we can stay alive, so that we can earn enough money, etc, 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 etc. And one thing about this pandemic, which, I mean, on the whole is obviously awful, is that it is exposing a lot of these fictions. Here in the United States, obviously, we don't have Nationalized universal health care. And the fact that we don't is being really thrown into stark relief against the backdrop of a pandemic, which many people cannot afford to get sick from or to seek treatment for, even given the meager treatments that exist and the relative lack of testing and so on and so forth. You know, and even everybody who's having these, you know, online orgasms over Andrew Cuomo, I mean, he's literally cutting healthcare programs in New York State while he's wearing his short sleeve shirts and going on the news every day and making people fall in love with him. I mean, the guy's a he's a bastard. That's all there is to it. He just has the presence of mind to go on the television and not look like Donald Trump. Not sound like Donald Trump. But he is part of the fiction also. All these people, you know, who are writing all these I wish Andrew Cuomo were my boyfriend pieces. I mean, that's that's all just in absolute ignorance of the facts on the ground. I did this poll on Twitter. uh, I guess it was earlier this week where I asked whether people thought that the result of this pandemic would be that society would change going forward or that it would go back to the way it was. And by change going forward, I defined it as things like universal basic income, universal health care, changes to the way rent works, et cetera, et cetera. And the poll split right down the middle. It, it was 50-50. Uh, some people thought things would go back to how they were. Some people thought things would change. I tend to be in the go-back-to-how-they-were camp, and I'm basing that primarily on my entire lived experience in the United States. The only big sea change I've seen in my life in terms of how our society is organized, and I, you know, I know there are things like um, same-sex marriage being approved, I don't think that's as much of a sea change the only big sea change I've seen in how things are organized in our country happened after 9-11 and things got a lot worse it became even more militaristic and jingoistic a society than it had been in the previous years of my life you know from the 70s till then and that has never lessened you know people who were born after or right around 911 have never been to a sporting event that didn't have a bunch of patriotic songs playing and a salute our heroes moment and all that kind of stuff and i don't remember those things from when i was a kid i mean largely cuz they didn't happen i do try to retain some hope uh, hope is almost meaningless but i do try to retain some optimism i guess about the future which is that I do think there is some chance that the mutual aid networks that are springing up in the face of this pandemic will outlast the pandemic and that, you know, many places mutual aid has already been happening, but that in places where it's new, it will just become part of how people operate. And I think that would be a great result of this. I mean, obviously having this situation to get that result is not what I would have hoped for. But if we have this situation anyway, it would be nice to come out of it with the idea that we can just do things for each other without waiting for the obviously corrupt and incompetent people in power to do things for us. So I would encourage you to think about the fictions in your life that you're allowing to rule you in the same way I allow them to rule me and what we both might do about that. Feel free to reach out to me. You can send me an email at jason at com. You can tweet at me at Jason D Crane on Twitter. The show is on Instagram at AbriefChat. Thanks so much for listening. I love you. A better world is possible.